You're listening to the Lift the Life podcast. We created the show to help you live Lift the Life. Welcome back, everyone. It's episode 106 of the Lift the Life podcast. And today we are talking about taking inspired action. I love this topic. I could talk about it all day and all night hmm. because I love You're the queen action. of inspired action. <laughs> I'm not going to beat around the bush. In coaching school, they called me action girl. <laughs> now, coaching school was online, and they're talking about, sorry. hey, what? I'm sorry, get your water, water open before the show. Rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they called me action girl because, first of all, I'm a lady, uh, but I wanted to jump right into changing the action, and it was actually a bad thing, and they kept saying, no, 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 don't just start changing the action. First, figure out the thought behind it. Do the thought work first, and then you can decide if you want to change the action or not. So that's a little backstory. I don't even know if you knew about that. I didn't know that, <laughs> and I don't know if I agree with that. I think that inspired action, that first twinge of like, I want to do this thing, I agree with you. I think you should go for it. Okay, you, you'll, know, you'll know quickly if it's the wrong action. They definitely didn't say don't take inspired action. They said just immediately jumping to an action. Oh, there's a problem. Let me just change something. Mm. That was kind of what they were getting at. But I'm glad you bring that up because that is basically one of the main points of today's show is the difference between inspired action and just staying busy. But I think we've had good um, experience in our business when we have that inspired action. We just take it. Yes. Instead of like researching it and figuring out if anyone else is doing it yet, what's the best way to do it? I think we found for us it's, the best is just take that first action. Right. But I think that like to distinguish, like to help people distinguish, mm. how do you know the difference between inspired action and just continually taking action all day, being so busy doing things mm-hmm. that it's not really moving the needle forward or getting you where you want to be. So just staying busy. Yeah. So how do you, I mean, I already have a note about this, but <laughs> how do you distinguish the difference between just staying busy and inspired action? Wow, how do I distinguish that? Um, I'm more in the camp of I always have to think about it and I have to look up 10 different ways to do it and I have to think about has anyone else done it before? What's the best way to do it? And I've found for me personally, like I said before, it's best like when you have that nudge, whether it's in meditation where you're just or just during the day and you're just you start thinking about this idea that it feels really good and it's like, yeah, I'd like to do that. That's when you have to go with it. So the whole time I just wanted to interrupt you because yeah. you're like thinking this, thinking that, and then you said it, feeling. Yeah. So once you get the feeling mm-hmm. and then you know, and I think that we discount our intuition of knowing that something is the next right step. I think the difference also, which I know between you and I is I often think if I take this action, I'm stuck with it for another month. Like if I was willing to do it, I have to do it and I have to... Um, go all the way through the action. And I think you would say, no, you just do the action. And if it's not, doesn't feel right, if it's not working, you can stop and do another action. Pivot. Pivot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of the type like, no, we got to do this for one year, one linear. solid year to make sure it works. <laughs> it's your linear male brain. Yeah. Did I talk about the noodles in the boxes on the podcast? That was like lizard and something else brain. But... <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like the actual parts of the brain, but there's some 
different, uh, I don't even know if it's science or just a hypothesis or just an educated guess, which is a hypothesis, that men think in a very linear and box type way. So you have a compartment for this yeah. and then it comes to the next box mm -hmm. and it's in a line and women have noodles. And the noodles cross over all the different boxes. Mm -hmm. So whenever we're crossing over in different topics or conversations, it can be a little bit, I don't know, frustrating mm -hmm. or hard to comprehend. And for me, I'm like, could you stick with me? Yeah. Because for me, it's so clear. And yet sometimes your linear approach is obviously very necessary and helpful. And um, I don't always see all the way to the end of that noodle mm -hmm. in the same way that you do with the boxes. But I love that you bring that up. Following the feeling as far as the difference between being perpetually busy and taking inspired action. My note was that I put it through this filter. Is it a yes to you and a no to me? Or is it a yes to you and a yes to me? Mm. So a lot of times things will come your way and you'll feel obligated to do them. And like I said, this is kind of helping with that perpetual busyness. And if you're always saying yes to other people and it does feel like a no to you, then it really keeps you in a loop of busyness without actually making traction. And so for me, inspired action is all about traction. It's all about getting me from where I am to where I want to be, which requires some of the things I do to be a solid yes for me, which might mean a no to you or you or you. Mm -hmm. So the question or the filter is, is this a yes to you and to me? And oftentimes a yes to you is a no to me. So I have to figure out how to make it a win-win. I'm not saying don't help people because oftentimes when I help people, that is a yes to me because it's in alignment with who I really am and who I want to be. So it's not saying be selfish always and say no to people when it's um, not immediately gratifying for yourself. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's about yeah. being in alignment with your true values. I'm kind of hung up on that because I don't like you running a filter and, and it has to be a yes to both of us for you to do something like <laughs> to me that sounds wrong it should be a yes if it's a yes for you then that's enough reason to do it it doesn't have to be it it can be an or not an and well sure in my opinion i think that's fine or is fine all day long when we say yes to other people and it's a no to ourself that's how we get caught in a hamster wheel of okay let me back up yep i'm saying it should never be a no for yourself if it's a no for yourself then it isn't inspired action it's required action <laughs> Okay. That you've required to do this thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so the main, uh, the idea of the filter though, mm -hmm. is to give some context, to use it as a tool. And if it's not a yeah. useful tool for you, I'm talking to probably a lot of women who say yes all day to yeah. everyone but themselves. And I, I'm and advocating for everyone to say yes to themselves first right. and then figure out the other. Right. Not everyone has a partner that's quite as supportive as yeah. you or that they can communicate directly with, but we are encouraging such things. Mm -hmm. Okay. On to the next point. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite points. Um, taking inspired action requires a belief of abundance. I like that. Let me tell you why. It requires a belief of abundance, because if you don't believe there is plenty, then you won't make room for more. You won't go after that next thing because you have a scarcity mindset holding you back saying, wait, I should save this for later. 
that's a good idea, but that's my only good idea. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of my back pocket analogy that I share a lot, which is that when you have a really good idea and it's in your back pocket, it can feel really good. But if you're not willing to pull out that idea and take action, it'll kind of wither away in your pocket. Whereas if you have a belief of abundance, there's plenty of ideas, plenty mm-hmm. of energy, plenty of support for this. You use that one idea, there's 10 more coming. You use yeah. the idea, you pull it out of your pocket so it doesn't wither, and then it's like three more grow mm-hmm. in its place. But you have to pull it out of your pocket. You have to have the belief of abundance. And I think that's required for inspired action. So many people have a good idea for a book or a gallery show or a painting or a collaboration but they don't take inspired action because they lack the belief of abundance and so the real kind of question to ask yourself is am i living in scarcity do i have a scarcity mindset about this and play around with that and maybe this goes with scarcity but when i first was introduced to this topic i always thought that this inspired action idea had to be something really big so like Whatever my goal was, it basically had to get me to that goal. Like that one action I could do, and I would have my goal. And when you uh, couple momentum with that, it doesn't work like that. That inspired action may be getting up just a little bit earlier in the morning, having a little bit of free time with yourself. Shooting one email off. Yeah. And that was inspired. Like you had the idea, I should shoot an email off for this one thing. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Mm-hmm. because that one little action starts momentum. Yes. Then you have five more ideas like, oh, I should have wrote this guy, this guy, this guy, and this lady, and this lady, this lady. Then you have another act. And so no um, inspired actions too small. Right. And know yeah. that it will snowball and build upon itself. Yeah, but that's the idea. That's what you're trying to do mm-hmm. Yeah, to make more inspired actions abundantly. Yeah. Living in that abundance. I had another thought about that. Sorry, that's a little bit off topic. No, no. I think it was right in there. Um, If you take the action, you oh, yeah. So an example that I live with personally is that I get an idea for a video, either for the Lifted Life group. Mm -hmm. It's free. Join us over on Facebook. Or a video for the business or something. And it's like, usually it's a metaphor. Like, I'll experience something. I'm like, that's just like in life. How blah, 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 blah. Because I think like a life coach. But let's be honest. The group usually gets the video first because we always think about the group because we love. Yes. They're like our family. And we always (laughs) think like, what can we do for them? Right. I do try to do that. So, But usually, you know, the idea of creating a video um, based around some metaphor or some lesson that I had just Mm -hmm. learned. And if I don't make the video for that one, then it's like it blocks the flow of more life experiences, creating more content for videos. So mm-hmm. if I literally stop everything and create a quick video, and this may not be within the context of your passion or project, but I know that you can create a parallel if you're a quilter mm-hmm. and you have an idea for a pattern. Ooh, I don't even know. I'm talking out of my <laughs> realm of, of expertise, but then plot it out, draw it out, play with it and trust that more ideas will come. And it's that way with the video creation. When I make one, more ideas come. And I think that it goes back to that leaning into and trusting the abundance of ideas, time, resources, energy, um, any sort of scarcity in any of those areas will hold you back. And a simple belief that there's plenty, um, to me, ties perfectly and beautifully to taking inspired action. So you mentioned abundance. I happen to believe there's abundance in everything. We really don't have these limitations that we've kind of been told that there are. Like, 
I just really think that everything, this universe is abundant and anything that you want, you can have and with, with abundance. And even saying that, I, it feels weird to say that because I feel like someone's like, no, 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 there's a limited amount of oil in this world and there's a limited amount. I'm like, is there? Like, <laughs> is there really a limit? Because I, I don't think there is. I think everything's infinite. But okay. What do you think? Um, I don't know. It feels like one of those things where I could g- push myself into a corner. Yeah. Where it's as soon like, as I start saying, I'm like, oh, you're you going to per- slippery slope. <laughs> no. um, but the point, the reason I went there was because I think it is infinite. So when you have this idea, the things you want to do, and you feel like that scarcity coming on, I, I just don't think that scarcity is real. I, I think that you really can do whatever you set out to do. Beautiful. Yes. Agree. All right, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor for this week, and then we'll get back to the show. This week's product spotlight is Bifidus Mood Boost, which is our probiotic plus prebiotic formula that is histamine-free. It features four types of bifidus um, types of probiotic bacteria. Uh, this was a kind of longer review. I'm just going to share a little bit of it, and if you want to read more, you'll, of course, need to tune into our social media where we usually highlight the full thing. Uh, working well, off to a great start. Five stars. I've been taking this probiotic twice a day with meals for three days, and I'm very pleasantly surprised. I have been looking for a long time for a probiotic that works well with various digestive problems. So far, this one has not caused any side effects whatsoever. Uh, and I noticed on waking on the third day of use that my sinus issues were not nearly as bad and my skin doesn't feel as reactive after a warm shower. Um, it goes on and on a bit about some things. Um, but I do want to share that when I read that someone's new to our product and taking two a day, I'm usually a little bit (laughs) scared for them. It doesn't seem like it's an issue for them. Maybe they've taken other probiotics. So their microbiome was already kind of ready. Uh, but one of our top tips that you hear us say again and again is to go slower with your dosage. If you're new to probiotics or new to our formulas, because they can be pretty potent and they can cause somewhat of a die off reaction. Um, which is basically that bad bacteria saying, I'm not going down without a fight. Mm -hmm. So if you go slow, you can kill it off a little more gradually and you're less likely to have symptoms. So just wanted to share that. Um, of course, as you know, this Lifted Life podcast is brought to you by us, the co-founders of Lifted Naturals. We have multiple products designed to help you feel better naturally, but we believe that there's no such thing as a magic pill and that mental health and physical health is a very holistic approach Um there's a very holistic approach required. And so it is our efforts here on the podcast to bring uh, basically all of and any of our personal growth um, learnings and findings to you and share. Um, I feel like it's been a while since we just even kind of shared about what makes us quote unquote qualified to share a podcast. Mm -hmm. Not that we really ever said we're super qualified, but we continually show up and share our insights. What do you think? But the way you frame that, I think that's how my journey started. It started with the probiotic. And we always say it's a supplement. And that's how I got started feeling better was taking a probiotic. I started feeling more natural. And then all these other things built upon it. But that was the start. That was the thing that supplemented my mood, my jump start, jump started my, the way I see life and then things built upon that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why we're often very clear about that. Like we're not saying that you just take this one thing and you're cured for life. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Um, precisely. And of course I do have that background as a Mm -hmm. life coach, as I shared earlier that I went through life coach training. I was actually building my practice as a life coach. I have been pretty deep in the personal growth world for 
oh my gosh, probably 10-ish years because Olive's mm. nine. That's our youngest. Mm. She, let's see, you're pregnant almost like a year, basically. She's nine, 10. So like 10 years, um, I was transitioning from making jewelry to wanting to do something that was more meaningful per se. I was actually stamping, hand stamping, inspiring quotes onto bracelets. And selling them on Etsy. Selling them on Etsy. Mm-hmm. So it was a product-based business. I was continually looking for ways to make it more, what's the word I'm looking for? Fulfilling or purposeful because I felt like I had a mission. I was here for a reason and I wanted to make change or help people to feel better in some way. Um, so one thing led to another. And I, of course, have no regrets about the listed journey of taking different stair steps of, Mm -hmm. or even stepping stones from here to there, uh, because I learned so much about business on my way to Lifted. Um, Of course, Lifted is your first entrepreneurial, Mm -hmm. let me try again, entrepreneurial endeavor. endeavor. Mm -hmm. Um, But it definitely um, is my favorite phrase to say that Lifted was the overnight success that only took 10 years of entrepreneurial failure, um, which is a rough word. And of course, I don't really see it directly as that. Or maybe I do. And I don't think failure is such a bad thing. It's like I tried this and then I tried something else and I was willing to put myself out there. I think it's just experiences, right? I don't know if maybe you could call it failures, but I don't see it as failures. I think you just had different experiences and you knew more and more what you wanted and what you didn't want. Because I was willing to take inspired action. (laughs) I was willing to follow the nudges and willing to look foolish maybe to the outside world or to people who would say, how's that jewelry business going? It's like, oh, it's actually not a jewelry business. Now it's Mm -hmm. a coaching business. And then how's that coaching business going? Oh, it's actually, (laughs) excuse me, it's not a coaching uh, business. It's lifted, have you heard? And, And I can definitely see how some people say, oh, that's flaky, but Every single business that I've studied got its start that way mm-hmm. uh, from someone who was inspired to make a product or service that could change the world or help the world. And if you're not willing to pivot, you'll stay stuck uh, probably for quite a while. And maybe eventually you can pull out some success. But for me, it just was very obvious when it was time to pivot and when it was time to take that inspired action. It truly did require a belief of abundance that I had plenty to offer that there was still plenty left to create even after I had created multiple businesses that truly it was a feeling at night when I would lay my head on my pillow at night and I knew I was not living up to my potential of what I could create. And it was just this insatiable hunger that I no longer have. I have a different feeling of desire to help people, but uh, it's a very good feeling that I leaned into that desire to create something because that was very much, I think, the intuitive nudges, yeah. the inspired action that led me to create Lifted. Maybe the difference is before when you had that, you lay your head on the pillow and you have that feeling, you knew there was something there. You knew that you could do something better for everyone. Now you have the evidence. I mean, read the reviews. There's so many people have had their lives changed. So now it, it's more about you have the confidence. Not that you weren't confident before, but you have the proof. Like you know now. And now we just need more people to know about it that, that are looking for it. Because there are. There are people that are seeking that. And we need to allow them in. Yeah, it's my goal that someone says probiotics. Did you know they can help with mood? And then the immediate thing that comes to mind is Lifted. Lifted yeah. Naturals. Have you yeah. heard of them? They have a podcast and they have products. Um that's really the vision and dream now, which kind of keeps me hungry and 
ravenous and and going Mm -hmm. Uh, but it is like you said a really good feeling knowing that we've created some results and now it's more about a megaphone on that message Yeah, but there's nothing better than reading a review or someone talks about their whole journey in their life and how their stomach's been messed up and they just didn't think there was any way Mm -hmm. and then they and then now they do and that's the best some of the best reviews to read yeah that's a really good feeling all of that from following inspired action Mm. (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine for a moment that there's a gift inside of you there's a project or a product that someone out there is waiting for that if you could get out of your own way of scarcity and not enoughness, maybe not good enough, not smart enough, if you could get out of your own way from those stories and instead step into your power as a very strong creator, who might you help? Who might you serve? Who might benefit from you adjusting your beliefs about enoughness and beginning to take even if it's tiny steps, small inspired action steps towards your potential. It's calling for you. Won't you go for it? Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. We will see you next week on the Lifted Life Podcast.